Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, there's still some time left for Amazon Prime Day, the day most people are focused on getting the latest deals rather than actually doing their work on the job. Uh, but it's also prime time for Washington, D.C. bureaucrats. Uh, they often propose uh, at this time of year some antitrust legislation against the retail giant Amazon. The, the question really becomes, do consumers and small businesses actually need government to go after Amazon? Is this a monopoly? Is this unfair practice? Uh, it's time to really rethink about all of that. And to help us do just that, Patrick Hedger is the executive director of the Taxpayers Protection Alliance. Great piece in town hall by Patrick. Prime Day perspective shows antitrust unnecessary. Patrick, thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me. Uh, so let's dig into this. Uh, help, help us break it down just a little bit in terms of uh, what we often hear in terms of this antitrust. Uh, and what does it actually mean to consumers? Yeah, absolutely. So what we're hearing right now is that, uh, you know, Facebook, uh, Amazon, Google, um, they, and Apple are monopolies. But the funny thing is, is that if a monopoly is plural, I mean, it's sort of an oxymoron, right? Or it's a bit, bit of a contradiction there. So um, what you have is all of these companies that are competing, not just with one another, but have countless competitors themselves, including some of the largest companies uh, of yesteryear, right? Walmart, for example, is still a major, major competitor with Amazon. And actually, Walmart is growing faster in Amazon's core segment, which is online retail sales, faster than even Amazon is. So it's very premature to begin exploring antitrust legislation that would potentially break up these companies or stop them from offering some of their services like Amazon Prime when you have competitors out there who are still worth hundreds of billions uh, that are catching up with them. Yeah, and and, uh, I think uh, kind of doubling down on that, there's a a lot of other companies out there who jump on the Amazon Prime Day and offer their own version of uh, those kind of deals and free delivery and all of those kinds of things. Yeah, absolutely. Last year, Forbes counted up, or it was either Forbes or Rolling Stone, some magazine counted up how many uh, different companies were offering sales in direct competition to Prime Day, and they counted over 300 different retailers. Um, And so I'm sure that's true this year. We're already seeing that Target is offering a special Prime Day-related sale where they will price match Amazon and give some of their 
uh, target member customers uh, an extra 5% on top of that. So competition is still pretty robust in the retail sector. And, and again, if we're looking at Amazon as a whole, their market is not just online retail, but retail as a whole. And, and brick-and-mortar retail is still upwards of 80% of the total retail market, which is somewhere Amazon has a very small footprint. Oh, that's fascinating. Uh, and, and Amazon has some, some weaknesses and some challenges that they're facing as well, correct? Yeah, that's correct. As I said, the, the online retail sector is actually shrinking a little bit for the first time in a while. And I think a lot of that's attributable to people wanting to get back out of their houses and sick of shopping online after the pandemic. Um, but there are some natural advantages to brick and mortar retail versus online sales as well. Um, it's, you know, it's good to be able to get a product right away, be able to go to the store, you know, get a sense of exactly what it looks like, what it feels like, how big it is, things like that, that you can't just you can't really replicate online these days. So there are some structural issues there. Um, and then, of course, there's the inflation issue. Right. Uh, inflation is e- eating into everybody's pocketbook. And so while retail sales may, may be up, total sales, that unit sales, are actually down in a lot of categories. Mm, fascinating stuff. And uh, while it's easy for, uh, for us to say, oh, well, you know, what, what's in the best interest of consumers? That's usually where you start the conversation when you're talking about antitrust. Uh, but let's break this down. I mean, one, is this uh, is this just a uh, big government uh, saying we know best and rather than the market deciding things? And more importantly, uh, how could this kind of uh, antitrust movement, how would that be good for consumers, if at all? And what are the downside risks to consumers? Yeah, yeah. So there, there's a, a lot to unpack there. What we're seeing right now, there tends to be this phenomenon in Washington where politicians that are looking to make a name for themselves, either running for a higher office or running for president someday, uh, are kind of just looking for the biggest guy on the yard to beat up. And right now, that's the tech companies. Um, that's a, companies like Amazon. You know, they're worth trillions of dollars, and it, it's pretty easy to make a name for yourself by going after a, a Goliath like that. Um, so there's a lot of that at play. Now, consumers, consumers could theoretically benefit um, if the bills work as intended. But the problem is, is, you know, we all know where the road of uh, <laughs> we all know what the saying about the road of <laughs> uh, of good intention. Um, so the, the issue for consumers is that they could lose out on services like um, Amazon Prime, which could be presumptively anti-competitive, ruled presumptively anti-competitive under these under this legislation. And there's also a lot of cybersecurity risks, too, with the bills that are targeting the tech companies, kind of forcing them to open up their backdoor systems uh, and, and share consumer data with their competitors. That poses a huge risk. Oh, wow. Uh, and then finally, as we look at, obviously, some regulation is is fine and good. Uh, so what should we be looking for? What should the conversation center around when it comes to regulating e-commerce giants or, or even other large companies? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, actually, one area that I think we could see a lot of improvement is fostering additional competition. Uh, right now, we're seeing, you know, w- with the way the economy is going, it's going to be very, very hard for potential entrepreneurs to raise capital to be able to compete with the big guys that are out there. And all that's left is to get bought out by a big competitor. And, th- and that adds to market concentration. Most folks don't want to see that. So I think there there's, would be a, a good effort uh, you know, or well-spent effort in looking into how we can make it easier to take companies public. Uh, IPO reform is something that I think would bear a lot of fruit, making it easier for the public to invest in startups versus venture capital and the big guys uh, gobbling them up. 
fantastic. Patrick Hedgers, the executive director of the Taxpayers Protection Alliance. Patrick, fantastic insight today. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me. All right. So is your Amazon Prime Day daylight hours fade away? You still have time to find that deal. Um, but just be careful. Uh, just because uh, it, as Patrick pointed out, very easy, very easy for politicians uh, to attack with a bumper sticker slogan, slogan that we need to go after the big guys. Uh, and while they often do that in the name of the little guy, uh, often it's the middle guys that it works out best for and doesn't always work out best for consumers uh, in the end. Uh, and that's what we really have to look at. It's so easy to just uh, throw the bumper sticker slogans out there and demonize uh, those that are larger or doing well, where we really got to look at uh, just a little different way. One, what is the proper role of government as it relates to those regulations? Is it really making a difference? Uh, what will make a difference for end consumers? And yes, some regulation is needed, and, and that's fine. Let's make sure it's done at the right level, the right way, uh, that it does not become a burdensome and, and oh, by the way, Uh, One of the things that Patrick alluded to is sometimes all of this regulation actually ensures that the big guys stay the big guys because it prevents smaller companies from either having access to capital or being able to fund an army of lawyers and lobbyists to compete. And so sometimes big companies will complain about regulation, but it's kind of with a, uh, a nod and a wink because they're okay because they can afford it. And they know that that upstart, really hungry, really innovative competitor can't compete with that and so it keeps them out of the marketplace and thus the wealthy and the well-connected continue to be the wealthy and the well-connected so really important on prime day uh, get your deal uh, make sure the government doesn't get in the way of you having a deal next year and we'll continue to watch all of that in terms of antitrust coming out of congress Uh, much more to come on that as we roll into the fall as well all right we'll step aside for one last commercial break we've been talking about are you addicted to contempt words have meaning The meaning matters. We're going to speak of excellence coming up next. Stay with us. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.